What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. Adam Rohn is here. We're going to have to try and keep this quick. If you guys can hear the staticky in the background there, that's actually the rain pouring down here in Half Moon Bay. Uh, and it has been absolutely insane. So we don't want to ruin this uh, this whole podcast with you guys having to listen to all that, but it'll come in some waves. Um, in the meantime, though, let's, uh, let's have some fun. Adam, what's going on, dude? Well, I've got a pretty good game tonight. Uh, we figured it would. And, you know, there was some Rams news before the game. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, Tyler Higby out due to health and safety protocols. But Rams still prevail 30 to 23. So um, it really makes the NFC very interesting now because Arizona falls to 10 and 3. And now Green Bay is the one seed. Uh, Tampa goes to 2, Arizona 3. Dallas four, Rams five. So a, a huge win for the Rams. They needed it. You know, they have not really beaten anyone good recently. Arizona beat them up in the first meeting. So uh, a really good win for the Rams. A really good win for the Rams indeed, which you said. It was so funny, too, because you were so you were so adamant on, on the on the was it the Wednesday night recording edition where you were like, this line's all messed up. I can't figure it out. Oh, Bob, makes no sense to me. Who have the who have the Rams beaten? You know, and I'm like listening on the broadcast as they're like talking about that. Also, they're like, you know, everybody's saying they're the you know paper lions and this and that. And so, yeah, as it as it turns out, you are um, you are you are completely right. You took the Rams. Uh, congratulations, you're now in first in our picks wise pool. You're a point tied, ahead of me. Tied, tied for first, but, and you're well, you're right there. You're one behind, one point behind. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, you got that little edge. Are you Dude, tied you, for first? Did you? Yeah, I'm tied for it. Did you see how many teams went five and zero oh in the pool this week? No, I did not. A ton. I just looked at it now, and I was like, holy shit, because I went five and zero, oh, but a ton of other teams did too. You know why? Because they're fucking. They take all the favorites, right? Right. That's yeah, why that's, we're. That's, 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 that's why we're. Thing. That's why we're ahead. I don't even think. Uh, wait, did I take? Uh, Rams were a dog. I took the Rams as a dog. I took the Ravens. There were only th- so the favorites this week were eleven and three against the spread, mm-hmm. and I took and I took two of the dogs that covered, and you did no. You took one, right? You took like one dog. Yeah, in the pool. No, I took. Um, oh, you well. I mean, the 49ers technically were in. Yeah, in, the 49ers technically were the. Uh, in in our pool because the early in, in our pool they were the uh, they were the dog but yeah where's my um oh my fifteen people went five and zero oh this week bro that's crazy that is nuts that is nuts week four and then a bunch that, of people went four and one oh my god man this was an insane yeah they take all the favorites and um I went I actually took two of the dogs that covered the Ravens and the Rams so I was um I was. What three and two? I took the the Niners. I took the Ravens, and then three I, favorites, right? What's that? And then three favorites: Denver. You took right. Yeah. I did too. I took Seattle, which was a favorite, and I Dallas. I did. I took Seattle and Dallas. So I took three favorites, two dogs. Wait a second. I gotta. I gotta look at what my picks were. Now all of a sudden, like I can't remember. Oh, I took the Bills. I lost with the Bills. Oh, okay. Yeah, a dog that didn't cover. Yeah. The reason why I didn't take the bills in this pool, it was two and a half. I was like, I can't do it. If it was three, three and a half, I would have, but mm-hmm. not a two and a half. I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. What did I take? The 49ers. I took the bills. Denver. Denver. Ravens. Ravens. 
What was the other one I took? They take oh, the Raiders. You took the oh, Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Jesus. Jesus. Up four weeks to go in this pool. So let's uh, hope that we get it done. Let's finish strong. All right. Yeah, you are. You're tied for first with, with, uh, with the hog mollies, and I'm right behind you there. Um, sick. Yeah, dude. Let's, <laughs> let's take this. Uh, um, like we shouldn't have invited those guys in. Oh, I know, right? They're, yeah. you know, I'm ready to haunt them. No problem. No problem. Um, all right. So you got to just kind of talk me through. What? What? Oh, you got to talk me through the um, the uh, what happened after the onside kick, because um, I came running out to the shed uh, to get set up before the podcast. And the shed had no power. In it. So yeah, no, uh, they had they had an onside kick. And then on the first play, Murray picked up a big yardage on the scramble, but it was called back due to a holding penalty. And um, then I think Connor caught a pass. He got hurt on that play he stayed in and then the last play murray got sacked but connor was down on the field they were looking at him so it's something to keep an eye on because obviously like dude connor this is like the best he's looked since the pittsburgh days i mean he's been mm-hmm. amazing i mean he didn't have many much yards on the ground tonight just 31 rushing yards at 13 carries but he had the two rushing touchdowns and he had nine receptions for 94 yards and i have him in my home league but he wasn't a target for me this year it just I, you know, I went a wide receiver heavy in that league and took Kelsey. So I was looking for running backs and he fell to me. I said, all right, I'll take a chance. I actually had him on the bench a lot early in the year um, because I'm like, how can I keep on counting him for, to score touchdowns when he's not getting a lot of work? Mm-hmm. And obviously the Edmonds injury opened it up where I had to play him every week. But yeah, I mean, for real, though, look at the first few games of the year, man. He was like. 53 rushing yards, 26 yards on eight carries, 11 carries, 43 yards, two touchdowns, 18 carries, 50 yards, two touchdowns, 10 carries, 29 yards, a touchdown. It's like, really, how can this continue every week? But they use him as the goal line back. And obviously the Edmonds injury has opened up uh, a ton of work for him. I mean, was it 22 touches tonight, 22 the week before, 26, 13, 26. So you're obviously worried. You hope he can hold up because we know that's the issue. So I just pray, James Connor, please give me three more weeks. You can actually sit out next week. I'm on by. I don't mind if you sit out. <laughs> just come back for the other two weeks. But yeah, I mean, you know, him and Leonard Fournette are like two league winners that you got cheap. So I think, I guess the lesson is you're looking at running backs that have had success in the NFL before that were undervalued and on really good offenses, right? We knew going into the year, Arizona and Tampa had really good offenses. I think the question with Tampa was, all right, is it going to be Fournette or Jones? But we should have known it was Fournette because of what he did down the stretch in the postseason. He also has the higher pedigree. And look, I didn't take advantage. I'll take an L on that. I have no Fournette. So I'm, I didn't see it. So I had, yeah, I had no Fournette either. You know, I had him last year. I took him. Oh, my God, dude. I, I took him, like, I don't know, late second, early third in the FSGA, you know, 15 per, you know, 14 person league, um, you know, was going like real running back heavy again. And so I was like, all right, well, I don't want to get caught without. And I ended up taking Fournette. And um, and, and you know, it was just, you know, it was terrible. And I had this dude riding me all season long about it, too. Right. You know. You know, just you get that troll like early on and he's like a dog on a bone. Right. Never lets up. I had another one of those dudes on me this year about Mike Davis. I was like, all right, dude, I got it. I've already admitted it. 
It was a bad call. Let it go. So, you know, I'm dealing with the uh, with the Fournette stuff. And so after that whole season last year, you know, I was like, there's no way I'm taking it. I don't care if eighth round, seventh round, wherever he's dropping to. Oh, my God. So um, Connor, though, you know, I had in a couple of places and and I was, you know, I was I was psyched about it. I, I was I was so nervous that that Chase Edmonds was going to play today. And I was like, oh, man, as soon as I got word that they weren't activating Chase Edmonds. I mean, it was like like the like the, the, the sky opened up and it stopped raining and the sunshine and the rainbows and the birds singing. And he has been he's just been fantastic all season long. It's been just just a, an incredible trip. Yeah, he's been a savior for me in my home league because I've been searching for an RB2 all year. So going into the playoffs now, I have him and Jonathan Taylor with some stout wide receivers. So hopefully I, I can win. It's IDP, so they matter too. But yeah, Connor's been he's been phenomenal this year. And look, I, you know, all season long, I have not believed in Arizona. They keep proving me wrong every week. I just don't see them as the best team in the NFC. I just don't. They've had a lot of things go their way. I saw something about how they recover almost every fumble this year. And obviously, um, they didn't lose any fumbles tonight, but uh, Kyler threw the two interceptions. So they've had a lot of things go their way. And um, tonight, the Rams, because I do think the Rams are good. They just haven't proven it. So lately, at least, they've just beat up on bad teams. I mean, they did have a win against Tampa early in the year, but they do have the the ingredients to do well, especially with the Aaron Donald, man. I mean, geez, he was a force tonight. I mean, right away, first play of the game or one of the first plays, he had three sacks tonight. You know, they get, you have Jalen Ramsey. So they have the pieces here to do it. And even on offense, you know, whether it's Sony Michelle or Henderson. And um, I mean, obviously Odell Beckham could still play. I mean, Cleveland looks foolish right now. I mean, he has a touchdown in three straight games with them. He can clearly Un- still play. Unreal, right? It was unreal. But, but I mean, I don't know how what you thought. I thought he could, I drafted him in many leagues, man. I thought he could still play. I mean, yeah, me he, too. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not Beckham of of the Giants. We know that. But I was just like, how is this not working in Cleveland? Like, you have no one out. I mean, Jarvis Landry is really good. Don't get me wrong, but Landry was banged up and it wasn't working. So um, you're seeing it's a good fit now, Van Jefferson. So they they're a dangerous team, you know. Um, and this was a big one for him going on the road after getting. Crushed by Arizona earlier, just a, a big one for them. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they came out of the NFC. I wouldn't put money on them, but I mean, it's probably going to be the Green Bay or Tampa. <clears throat> they look like the two best teams, and getting that one seed is so important, especially for Green Bay. I mean, it's just huge if they can be in Lambeau Field. Uh, but I've always said, that I just Maybe I'm wrong, but to me, they're the same team in the last couple of years that can't get it done in a big spot. Like, what's changed? Except the defense is a little better. But I just, they didn't add that playmaker. Like, they needed Beckham. Like, I don't understand why they didn't go get him. I have no idea why they didn't go get them. I, you know, I, listen, I don't, I don't understand a lot of the shit. I just, it boggles my mind that, that Green Bay has never gotten Aaron Rodgers a second weapon. It's it, it's insane to me. Like I understand why that guy's upset. Like I know mm-hmm. come, I know he can come off as arrogant and upset. The bottom line is he's been fucking right about this shit. There was one interview, what was it a year ago? He's rattling off all the receivers that were, were drafted that year that they took 
Love and Dylan. He's like, oh, yeah, there was Justin Jefferson and T. Higgins. Like, he knew all that shit. Could you imagine one of those guys on, on, on this team? Opposite Devontae Adams? Remember, they lost Tunyon, too. He wasn't great, but he was a weapon. So that's my problem with picking Green Bay. It's like, okay, what has changed for me to say, yeah, this is they're going to emerge? So, um, but yeah, if they do get the home field, you know, they they could be real dangerous. And, you know, they, they could have beat Tampa last year. Brady threw three picks in that game. Rodgers didn't play well. So if Rodgers plays his typical better game, uh, they could win, but NFC is definitely very interesting right now. Uh, with Arizona losing tonight, it definitely makes things uh, more interesting now. You know, it's one thing that Green Bay actually has now that they haven't had in a, in a couple of years. Solid defense. Well, I mean, no, the, we've talked about it. the defense has definitely improved a little bit, uh, you know, no, no doubt over the last like two or three seasons. Um, you know, it's having that. It's having that guy like A.J. Dillon, like we saw them finally do it, you know, against the Bears, right? And just run the ball. You get the lead and then you just like teams with with, you know, teams with really good ground games like that, like can, that can just sit there and, and just chew up the clock with a, just a big bruising back. Like that's one of the things that, you know, I mean, yeah, you've got Aaron Jones, right? And he does the uh, the, the front loaded work, but. You know, when you just want to eat up the clock, I mean, you're sending this big, bruising, 250-pound monster, you know, to just chew up the clock and just really to, to the point where maybe they're like, that's more important than adding another weapon when he's perfectly capable of hitting Lazard for a touchdown or, you know, he, he turned Robert Tunyon into a relevant fantasy tight end last year. So... You know, maybe that maybe that's what it is. Cause I think I, you know, because I, I like that about them. That's one of the reasons why I like the Browns so much with Nick Chubb, is that you know, he's just a guy that can just gash a defense and, and you can just chew up the clock that you don't need to. You know, it was like that 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 Cleveland, Minnesota game that was 14 to 7. Remember that earlier in the yeah. year? Because mm-hmm. it was just it was just two backs that could just chew up the defense. I mean, it was just crazy like that. I think that's definitely something that Green Bay uh does have you know and i think you know it's kind of interesting now you look at the rams and they were starting to do that with sony michelle tonight in the second half right just just you know what we got this lead here just keep pounding sony michelle if they're gonna let him you know get six seven yards of carry well so be it then let's just you know let's do this and let's get the hell out of here with the win the rams actually they can, oh, I was going to say they could still win the division. Damn, they're two and two in the division. Arizona's four and one. So that's going to be tough because they're a game behind. They lose the division. Ty, well, I guess if Arizona loses a division game, then the conference record, I guess it's still possible. They can still win the division. I know Arizona's got, because I just saw the Rams schedule, it's not too bad. Arizona's got Detroit, so they should win. The Colts at home at Dallas, home to the Seahawks. Maybe they 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 could lose two games potentially. I think they could potentially, sure. Yeah. Dude, so, listen, if there's if there's it. one thing that we've all learned about this, anything goes. Anything mm-hmm. fucking goes. It's amazing this year, isn't it? It, it really, really is. is. It's yeah. I mean, I know this is a bad week to reinforce that because the favorites won so easily, but uh we have seen some wild games this year. Oh my god. Dude, put me in front of any Minnesota game and I am like 
I'm happy as a clam, right? I mean, these games are going down to the very last play. Even the game against Detroit, right? It was like mm-hmm. that very last play. He hits him for the touchdown, game over right there. Doesn't hit him for the touchdown. Oh, so close. They lose. So, yeah, I mean, listen, I've definitely been been digging on that aspect of it. I think, you know what? I mean, I learn more and more about reading spreads and, and you know, and and just betting in general. Just as I keep going on and I do it more and more and, you know, I've definitely done a lot more of it in the last couple of years than I have in, in years past. It's not that I didn't know about, you know, certain things, but it's like the education that you pick up going along the way is, I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. It's huge. I didn't, I didn't see. Did you see, was there a lot of public money on Arizona tonight? I thought there was. Yeah. I thought a lot of, you know, I thought it came in. Yeah. Cause um, well, the line went the, up when everything happened. I think it some went more up to money. Three, right. What's that? Yeah, it went to three, to three. Mm-hmm. before the game. And I think it was, you know, it was a combination of like, you know, the Ramsey Higby news and then more people started putting money on Arizona. Yeah, like um, I told you from the beginning, I could not believe that line was two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I was like, this is not right. Again, because if I would have read, gone over every trend and stat, everything would have pointed to Arizona. So I was like, nah, I'm, this is not right. I'm taking the Rams, man. So I usually don't do that much because, again, we were in this same situation about three or four weeks ago. It was a Monday night game. It was Rams 49ers. And I think you were on the Niners side, right? Home dogs. And I was like, I can't take the Niners. Look at everything here. Everything passed to the Rams. And the Niners kicked the shit out of them. And I was a Niners guy before the year. I was big on the Niners. But I should have realized, you know what? They're home. They're getting healthier. But I learned my lesson this time. Dude, how about like two weeks ago? Seattle against San Francisco. Well, that was easy. We agreed on that. You and I agreed on that. I'm fucking arguing incessantly with Impemba. Yeah, well, that's Impemba. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, see, and that's where people get gotten. You know, and again, we're not going to be right on every situation. I mean, that week was a good, that was the same week that the the Steelers were getting four at home against the Ravens, right? That was delicious. Yeah, that was a good week. Yeah. Um, You know, yeah, it's just sometimes you look, I mean, look, I kind of felt that way with the Bills Tampa this week, too. I'm like, why is that line three, man? It don't seem right. And we looked good. Well, we looked awful early. Then we looked good. And then Perryman on a linebacker and it ends. So, um, you know, sometimes I mean, that one is not as good of an example. It's two good teams. But, you know, when you have these teams coming off awful games. In prime time, like Seattle, they were on that Monday night against Washington. They looked brutal. Like everyone remembers that. Like, oh, there's no way they're going to beat the 49ers. The 49ers have been playing great. How is it three and a half? I mean, it's like the ultimate trap. You know, that's and and honestly, I know I sounded like I was really confident in the Rams. I wasn't like I picked them in the pool because I didn't love anything else. That was the problem. Like I almost took the Giants and I'm like, because it was 10 and a half. And I'm like, nah, man, they could get blown out. So I was searching and I just was like, damn, I just there's not a lot that I love this week. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the Rams, man, because that thing, it doesn't look right. So let me just take the Rams as my final pick. You know what? I'm just looking ahead right now. I'm like, how in the world are the Broncos a point oh, yeah. and a half favorite oh, yeah. over the Bengals. You know, I might bet that now before that. Um, yeah, that that's a bet now. That's a bet now. That's a line that's going to flip 
in no time. I mean, it has to. That's a reaction to last week. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the funny thing is, is that the money line uh, on the Broncos to just, you know, straight up win is still minus 125. That's 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 nuts. And I'm getting scared now because the Colts line keeps moving up. I know. Right. I see them at, at minus two and a half. Oh, I know, man. I guess I should have jumped on that when it was one because I heard the look ahead line was Patriots minus one. So why is this flip so much when both teams are coming off a bye? Oh, you know what I'm excited about? Besides the fact that the Rams won tonight, the Cardinals, I get to take them next week in a survivor pool and they need to win that game. Oh, yeah, they will. I like I talked. Yeah, we discussed it yesterday. I said, yeah, you said the best case scenario is they lose. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we come through. So because <laughs> I think only like 10 people left out of 28 are allowed to take the Cardinals. I don't even know what they're. There are a lot of big spreads going on uh, next week or this week. Yeah, the one I think the one that I really like early is the Bills at home against Carolina. This is a game that they should just trounce them. Yeah, they, that's what they've done this year. If you look when mm-hmm. they face bad, and they need this game badly, they really badly. I can't see them losing to Carolina at home. I mean, I know they lost to Jacksonville, but that was in Jacksonville. But they, you know what? They showed life last week. They could have easily quit. And they came back. With no running game, and they relied. Oh, I forgot Josh Allen's injury, though. Eh, Mitch Trubisky can get it done. Oh, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> All right, so then I'll wait till that line moves. If Allen's out, maybe it goes to seven and take the Bills at seven. Dude, oh, Monday night home dog. I really got to take the Bears over the Vikings. I know, right? Come on, man. What are you doing to me? Lord, what you doing to me? That's uh, all right. So, so far right now, I need like the lines to freeze. I need to take my Bears Monday night home dog. I need to take the Bron- the, uh, the the Bengals here while they're still getting a point and a half. Please, line, don't don't move until nah, after got, the Super Contest. You got it. Well, I was going to say you got to take it now, though, if you want it. Right. No, I'm I mean, on the, on the you personally bet it, but mm-hmm. to like take the Super Contest or the the Westgate. Uh, I know you. I know you're taking Giants plus ten. Oh, I'm easily taking Giants plus ten against <laughs> Dallas. Third home game, third road game. Nom, 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 nom. Like even like that's the best. You know, some of that's the 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 funniest shit though too, because it's like there are just times where you have to throw out everything that you know about analysis and football and and stuff like that. And just say, you know what? I'm going to let the trend be my friend. And if it's saying to me that, you know, over, you know, 63% of the time, the uh, team that's on the road for the third straight game loses or doesn't even cover, uh, I'm going to take those odds every time. Like, without, like, what is it? Do you, know, do you know what it is this year? No, I don't know what it is this year. I mean, we know one instance so that the Bengals had three in a row lost, right? Yeah, lost to the Jets. Right. Do we know offhand anybody else this year? No, I, I didn't really look that deep. No, I didn't either. I was just wondering. That's something maybe to keep an eye on. There might not. I don't even know if they, there's probably like one or two other instances this year, I would think. Yeah, there could be. I have to like go through every team schedule. I'll tell you what, that, that'll be my uh, my homework assignment. I mean, with Dallas is already going to be without Tyron Smith, you know, so that's already a big loss. Oh, 
God, they're not playing well at all, man. I think they have like, is it what, six offensive touchdowns in the last four games? Something like that. They're just not, they're not playing well at all. So this is not going to be an easy game. And the Giants will be fired up for this one. Giants will definitely be fired up for that one. Even whatever. It doesn't even matter to me. I don't even care. Like, I don't even care. It's so funny. It's like, I don't even care. If the, the, the Bears are terrible. I, and I love the Vikings. And I love Dalvin Cook. Right? And I love Justin Jefferson. Give me the purple people leaders. No, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Home dog, Monday night football. I'm just playing the odds. I'm playing the percentages here, baby. You got to do it. And then, you know, then you look for those fucked up lines. The lines are just like, really? That just makes no sense to me. None whatsoever. I haven't dug into them yet, but I will. This is a nice little glance, though. Yeah, no, it's always good. It's nice to look at, you know, because, again, sometimes, um, you know, you, you, you catch something early. And, you know, I think this year I don't like to jump on early lines just because of COVID and everything. But if you see something that stands out and you know it's going to flip, you know, you jump on it. Because that Bengals line to me is going to move because I, I see money coming in on the Bengals. I think people are going to look at it and go, wait, well, why are they underdogs? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll dive in more into the lines as uh, as as we go forward here. We got we got we got plenty of time, plenty of time, and uh, we'll find some fun stuff. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fun stuff here. And we got good games this week too. We got Chargers Chiefs, the primetime games. Chargers Chiefs on Thursday, mm-hmm. Brown, two games on Saturday. Browns Raiders is essentially a playoff game because the loser is pretty much done. So that's right. basically a playoff game. Colts Patriots phenomenal game Saturday night. I cannot wait for that game. That is just such a good game. It's a very important game for Indianapolis, especially. Um, not as I mean for New England, it, it matters for the one seed, but it's a huge game for Indianapolis. Um, the games on Sunday night and Monday night not as good. Tampa and the Saints, you know, man. And then Vikings. you know Tampa and the Saints with its Taysom Hill and its Alvin Kamara now. I mean that's. I know you don't run on the Bucks, but you know if you, you know. I mean, listen. Granted, it was the Jets, and the Jets are terrible. But you know, like having that—that's it's an interesting one-two well, punch with and two it's guys a, who can run. And it's a division game, um, yeah. and they when they played the first time, um, Tampa did lose thirty-six twenty-seven. But uh, that was a Winston. Was that a Winston game? I think it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a revenge game. Revenge game narrative. Oh no, he got hurt in that game. That was the game he got hurt. He threw a touchdown, 56 yards, got hurt. Simeon came in, and they still won. But, again, it was on the road. Brady still had four touchdowns at 375. Um, and, of course, Mike Evans goes against his buddy, Marshawn Lattimore. Oh, yeah, that's always a nice little mix-up right there, right? And Evans usually never does anything. Even in the first matchup, he scored a touchdown, two for 48. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a good thing. All the targets are going to Chris Godwin anyway. Definitely, yeah. So fire up Godwin this week, and you're um, Godwin. Godwin coming out of the slot against PJ Williams. Yes, please. Godwin, your captain on Sunday night. Godwin is my captain on Sunday night. No question about it. You know, who I said I put him. I you know, I used him my captaincy tonight. Who? AJ Green. Wow, that means I hate AJ Green. Know. You know I hate and, and he had a good game. I sat there, I, I did like the full breakdown of the uh, of the coverage because everybody was just assuming that Jalen Ramsey was going to be shadowing DeAndre he Hopkins. He hasn't shadowed all year. 
That's what I said. I was like, why in the world would, would they think that? I said, go back and just look at week four. 80% of the snaps that uh, that that Hopkins was running a route on, um, it was Darius Williams who was covering him. I said there were eight snaps in that game that, that Jalen Ramsey covered DeAndre Hopkins. Eight. I was like, so, so you can't sit there and say he's going to shadow. So, you know, I was like kind of breaking the whole thing down. And then I learned, you know, with Ramsey being out, okay, what does that do for Rondell Moore? And then all I just kept seeing was, AJ Green going up against um but David Long, who's a backup cornerback because um what's his name? Dion or Dion or something like that. He's got um he's he's got COVID. He was out. He's the the starting cornerback on that side of the field that AJ Green always lines up on. So I was like, look at there's a reason that AJ Green had 67 yards and a touchdown in that first game. He was being left open there. So now you don't have Ramsey. So now they got to worry about Rondell Moore in the slot. It's just going to open things up for AJ Green even more. And uh, and yeah, man, I was like, throw him into your captain seat because it's also just going to open up money for you to you know for you to get in guys like Cup and Connor. Hmm. I probably won somebody some sick money tonight. It wasn't me though. It wasn't me because I um I didn't play. I built lineup and I didn't put it into a contest. And how dumb was that? Nah, I wouldn't call it dumb. <clears throat> you know. You know. So, all right. Um, let's talk about a couple of you know, waiver wires, some strategy here for the playoffs, because most teams are like in the playoffs now. We'll get to that right after uh, this wonderful commercial break here where Adam and I will... Uh, Listen to somebody talk about selling you something. Uh, so we'll be right back. All right, Ronis. So here we go. Week 14, it's over. Week 15, here we go. Um, a lot of shit going on, man. So injuries that uh, that we have to pay the closest attention to. Um, quarterback position, I'm going to say uh, Aaron Rodgers' toe. And Lamar Jackson's ankle. And Josh Allen's foot. And Josh Allen's foot, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I wrote my article in the post of, like, you know, trying to figure out a quarterback to help, like, replace a guy. Like, you know, you know if, if, you, if you needed to, to put a guy in for, um, for the playoffs, like, if you didn't have a backup and, and there was nothing available sitting on the waiver wire. Like, what's the lowest you would go? Would you ever use like Trevor Lawrence? No, but if there's going up against week, Houston, well, if there's any week, it's this week. But I would say Tua would be the guy. He might have been cut coming off a bye. Justin mm-hmm. Fields, maybe because he can run a little bit. Um, against the Vikings, uh, they've been struggling. So those would be two guys to look at. I'm assuming Taysom Hill is gone. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. That was the first name I put in there, Mm -hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo. And he's got like multiple games against weak teams. Oh, yeah. That's that was one thing that was talked about before the year. San Francisco's playoff schedule. And um, yeah, it's very, very appetizing. So, yep. Jimmy G certainly in that mix. Would you if you had to be confident walking in with Davis Mills going up against the Jags? Confident? No. That he could get you like 15 points. Yeah, but you you want more than that. I 
I couldn't do it. I know he's had a couple good games, but uh, nah. Nah. <laughs> Jimmy G is as low as I'll go. What about Baker Mayfield? Nope. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, more than those other guys. Taylor Heineke. He's, man, that Washington team is banged up, dealing with a lot of COVID-19 issues. They're, they're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, that's the th- this COVID-19, they said, what, 37 positive tests today? 30, I mean, 38. 38. Yeah, this is this is nuts, man. And it's only going to get worse. We're already seeing it in the NBA. The Bulls have had two games postponed this week. I believe they have 10 players in health and safety protocol. So hockey had some games shut down. I know the Islanders dealt with it for a while. I think it's the Flames now. So uh, I'm just worried that this is going to affect playoff games. And that's that's just going to be brutal. But it's just something we have to deal with. But it's going to get worse here. And in the high stakes leagues where the waiver wire is closed, you're going to see teams win with a zero or or put up some awful running backs. Uh, it's it's going to be tough. It's definitely challenging. We've got we've got that in the GST league, right? Can't pick up waivers. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to you had to do it. I made like a flurry of moves to like change up my bench um, early Sunday morning just to you know kind of take care of like some of that last minute stuff and just you know did you. Myself. Did you did you put two kickers and two defenses on your team? Um, I have two defenses. I don't have two kickers. Neither That's do why. I. And I never do that. But the reason why I have two defenses, the reason why I didn't, because my tight end situation, I told you I started Conklin on Thursday. So once he started, I can't drop him. And I yeah. have Waller. So I'm like, Seals Jones was there. So I picked him up. So I actually have three tight ends on my roster in case Waller doesn't go this week. But I don't even know if I can count on Seals Jones because he didn't even play a full complement of snaps. So I did not go with a second kicker. And um, that is, uh, I hope it doesn't come back to burn me because we have seen kickers get hurt or get COVID. Yeah, you know what? uh, You know, it's going to burn me if it doesn't happen. What? I realized that I didn't have a second quarterback. Oh, Herbert's your quarterback, right? Herbert's my guy. And they do have COVID going in the around there. Uh, yeah. And I wasn't even like thinking about it. And I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. So no backup kicker, no backup QB. I've got two tight ends. And then I've got just a shit ton of, of running backs and wide receivers. I mean, yeah, that's ideally what you'd like to have. I mean, look, it happened. No, I'd like to have a backup QB right now. I, well, be yeah. honest with you. I mean, it happened. <laughs> it happened. Uh, I think the first year I played that someone um, didn't have a quarterback available for the playoffs. They had two quarterbacks, both got hurt. <laughs> so they had to, they had to take a zero. Mm. Mm. It's going to be interesting. It's going to happen. Not quarterback, but it's going to happen where someone takes a zero. They're either going to have injuries, COVID list, and they're just going to have no options. It sucks, but you know, that's just unfortunately the way it is. Let's hope not. Let's hope we can, get everyone through but we've already seen this shit now let's 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 just you know we're not going to throw anybody under the bus but somebody in the uh in the gst who is headed towards the playoffs uh suggested the possibility of because there's no waivers at all but like all of a sudden it was like there are no waivers and like here are these 38 people all have covid right now um like the day after waivers closes for us right so 
you know, we haven't made the, the, you know, any of those moves and stuff like that. And somebody asked about doing a first come first serve because of COVID. But here you are, you're in a high stakes league. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically, that's, that's changing the rules uh, midway through the season. You as the commissioner, like, you know, your thoughts on that. Cause I think a lot of people are going to be in that similar situation and, you know, it might not even be high stakes. It could just be like a regular home money league. Yeah. I mean, I don't like to change the rules once they're established, but you know, I understand this is a different situation with COVID. So I would be open to it if everyone agreed. If one person said no, I wouldn't change it because it's not fair. So, but I would never do first come first serve. I mean, it kind of benefits me. I'm always around a computer. I'm home most of the time working, but I would never do that. It would have to be like, all right, here's a hundred dollars fab for the playoffs, you know? And we do fab Wednesday night, Saturday, like we did. If everyone in the playoffs agreed to it, I'd be open to it. I don't even know if I'm going to even put it up though. You know, so I'm probably just going to leave it as is. But if like a multiple people came to me and said, hey, yeah, I like this. I'd be like, all right, let me ask everyone. And if everyone, you know, it's two leagues of 12, so six teams in each. So if all 12 playoff teams said, yes, let's do it. I mean, how could I say no, right? I vote no. Okay, so then there we go. We don't even need to put up the vote. <laughs> <laughs> you saved me the time. Thanks. <laughs> I saved you all the time and the energy. Somebody already told me no. And I, you know what? And I'll tell you why. Because I'm a selfish son of a bitch. Forget about integrity and not changing the rules. It's that when this draft ended, the, what was the first thing I said to you after this, after the GST draft, Adam? Send me the money now for the winners. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> this was the worst team I've ever drafted in the history of drafting in fantasy football. I hated my team so much afterwards, so much. And uh, and here I am now um, going to get in based on point totals, not even on uh, not even on record. It wasn't even like this, this shit team got lucky. And uh, and I got in by record, but I have like the fourth most points uh, in my uh, in my league with like a shitty six and eight record. You know, so I, I need, you know, I, I need every bit of, you know, help from the gods as I can. And that does not include me like looking for shitty free agents uh, on a waiver wire. That's so barren and disgusting right now. Yeah, I mean, there's not much out there to begin with. So, I mean, it really it would it would really matter for like kicker getting scratched or COVID that's really where it would be an issue you know for someone that but then they'll you know the argument would be like well you should have had a backup kidder kicker so there's someone in my league who has four defenses on their roster hmm. well if you do decide to change the rules let me know ahead of time because uh you know Teddy Bridgewater is just dying to get on <laughs> you're better off taking the zero <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want, yeah, I, I really, I, I don't even know if I'd want to win with Teddy Bridgewater on my team as my starting quarterback. That would, that would, that would hurt me in, in, in deep places, deep, deep places. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's talk um, other injuries, possible looks at the, uh, at the waiver wire here. Um, was it running backs? Uh, so Elijah Mitchell still dealing with the concussion. 
Melvin Gordon sprained his thumb, but they say he's okay. Kareem Hunt, that's that's a multi-week injury, they're saying, uh, with the ankle. Austin Eckler dealing with his ankle, but they say it's not that bad. And then Tony Pollard with the torn plantar fascia uh, in his foot, that puts Corey Clement into uh, into play. But, I mean, it's still, it's Corey Clement. Uh, he's, he's bad at football. Um, what do you do with the, uh, with the running back situation, man? Ugh. Let's not forget Damian Harris hurt his hamstring before the bye. No one has said anything. I haven't seen any report. So, um, I'm hoping he sits as someone who has Ramondre Stevenson in the GST. You greedy Uh, son of a bitch. Right. You were just greedy a few minutes ago. Um, (laughs) what me? What are you talking about? Uh, obviously if (laughs) if Rashad Penny's out there, go get him because he still is out there. There's no, um, I think it was like maybe 21% of Yahoo. You just Um, said Yahoo and Rashad Penny in the same sentence. He just tore his hamstring. Yeah, I know. Um, I think Jackson and Kelly would be a split if Eckler sits out. I know they said he's fine, but yeah, let's see. I mean, come on. He already had this and then it hurt it again. He'll probably mix it around for you. So it's kind of a bad situation. You got to keep an eye on the Dolphins running backs. I guess all of them have COVID. Um, Yeah. So we'll see if any of them make it back. I know they said Malcolm Brown's returning to practice, but that would be crazy. Imagine you're playing Malcolm Brown in a championship in a playoff. Give me but the Jets is, plus eight and a half, please. It's the Jets, though, man. So uh, Give me the Jets eight and a half, please. Michael Thank Carter you. could be back this week. Ooh. Start. Maybe somebody dropped him, huh? Yeah. No, it's absolutely possible. Um, Dearness Johnson, if you have Chubb, I don't, uh-huh. I don't think you could flex him. Uh, let's see. Anyone else? Alexander Madison's on COVID, but... You know, Dalvin Cook was fine. He gets the extra rest. Actually, gets an extra. He gets eleven days. They played Thursday. Now they play Monday. Um, oh yeah, he's safe. I I don't know about Craig Reynolds because I'm assuming Jamal Williams will be back. And then they even said that Swift could be back, which I found very surprising. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah, it would be nuts to bring yeah, him back. Makes sense. So, and I guess wide receiver Rashad Bateman. Because uh, Watkins got banked up. I mean, it was again, I, I was like, oh, I'm done with Bateman because two weeks ago he played, he was fourth uh, and receivers and snaps on the team, but Watkins got banged up. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, if he's still out there, Gabriel Davis, Sanders got hurt. They oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Davis is good. So, um, and they play the Panthers this week. Um, what about with the Panthers? DJ Moore hurt his hamstring. He better. I'm saying GST. Brandon uh, Zilstra, I hope you got him on your bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terry McLaurin with a concussion. If he doesn't clear concussion protocol, does Cam Sims turn you on? No. They're playing. Eh, no. I mean, that's desperation. Because you, you might even see Kyle Allen at quarterback. Heineke got banged up a couple times. So that's Washington's a rough situation right now. Mm. Mm, Kyle Allen. See, now if Kyle Allen could come in and and J.D. McKissick is still out for a week, that would be ideal. That would be great. Like that would be that would make me smile. Like that would put Antonio Gibson back on the map because he'd have uh, like 17 catches. Yeah. I mean, I have Gibson in a playoff semifinal. I have Gibson. Let me make sure. Did I get the two seed in FSGA? Yes, I did. Thank you. Yeah, I got the two seed in a bye. 
So, right? Yeah, it goes by record, right? Mazel tov. Well, I think it's like record. There's a mix, like in like. Well, it's top top three record, then next three most points. So I have the second best record, so I should get the two seed. I didn't finish with the second most points though, but I have ten wins. The team behind two teams behind me have nine, so I should be the two. Let me just make sure. Yeah, I'm the two seed, so I got to buy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Oh man. Um trying to think if there's anybody else out there from the receiving core, but I, I don't think there is. I don't think there is. Receivers have uh, been pretty thin on waivers lately. I mean really I, thin on waivers. They could still be out there in more shallow formats. I'm on Ron St. Brown and Josh Reynolds, but I know we've talked about them. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, listen, and Amon Ross St. Brown, he's still, he's getting the targets. Yeah. He's getting mad, mad targets there. And we already so, said they're 14 point dogs to Arizona. So, yeah, I mean, Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds knows Arizona very, very well. Interesting. Interesting. Um, any tight ends uh, got banged up that we don't know about? Well, I guess, uh, let's see. Oh, Jared Cook got banged up against the, uh, in the for the Chargers. So did Donald Parham. So he's banged up a little bit, too. Both their guys. Um, TJ Hawkinson, he got hurt. They said he might come back. He didn't play. He, was, he didn't play this past week. He killed me in RT sports. But they said he could come back. It was a hand injury. Uh, Foster Moreau got banged up also. Maybe Waller will be back. I really hope so. At least this week, Waller plays Saturday, Minnesota Monday. So at least I'll know if Waller's in, easy play him. If not, it comes down to Conklin or RSJ. Mm. Mm. But Philly is um, really bad against the tight end. Most fantasy points. Dude, Philly is the worst against the tight end. And, and Ricky Seals-Jones plays him twice. 11 touchdowns uh, they've given up to the position. Ah, so maybe I'll just play RSJ if Waller sits. Yeah. Oh, I would definitely just play RS, RSJ over uh, over Conklin. Yeah. And then if, mean, McL- if McLaurin's out, even better. And look at it. Yeah. If McLaurin's out, even better. And not just to mention feed him the all fact day. that. What's that? Just feed him all day. Just feed him all day long, nonstop. Um, and, you know, and, and, and some, some of the people are going to be down on him. Like if you. If if somebody you know if somebody added RSJ and drops him in waivers this week, just watch, watch to make sure because he had what one catch for eight yards this past week, and everybody was like, "Yeah, Dallas can't cover the tight end; they suck against the tight end." Yep. So that might actually be helpful. So keep an eye on that, folks. Definitely keep an eye on that. Um, all right. Well. Um, I think that's all I got today, Adam. I got to, uh, the, the rain has seems to have subsided. So I think, uh, uh, rather than, uh, have to go through my treacherous commute in the inclement weather, I'll call it a night here and just kind of tap out. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you so much for liking and subscribing and joining us here on the Annie Up podcast. Adam and I'll be back tomorrow. So for Adam Rose, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.